The following is a secure SCP Foundation broadcast. Any unauthorized individuals attempting to access this file will be subjected to a memetic kill agent in 3, 2, 1. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, to the Secure Contained Podcast, or SCODcast, if you like to call it that. I'm Salman Corbett, and I'm here today with Pepper's Ghost and Swally Bodget, and this is our pilot, so please don't hate us. Uh, I, uh, I'm well known for my Dash J's. I, uh, I write lots of them. I also write some mainless stuff, like Larry the Loving Llama. I do some audio recordings around the site. And I live in Canada. That's the important part. Pepper? Okay, well, I am Pepper's Ghost. I have written uh, about eight SCPs so far, including 1293, Squeedle Deedle Dee. And I made Herman Fuller's Circus of the Disquieting, if you've read any of those. Uh, I am Rogette. I've written, like, I don't even know, a lot, a lot of SCPs. My highest rated ones are the class of 76 and Mr. Laugh. So if you've read those, then you've read my stuff, and good for you, I guess. And I come from the magical swamplands of South Florida. Okay, let us go ahead and pull up our first SCP, which is going to be 26. Or 026, if you prefer, yeah. Yeah, 026. That's how you say it if you're a real man. Um... I thought it was zero, two, six, o two six. SCP o two six. Yeah, is a three-story public school building built in uh, black, black box. Black box, Dania. We're not going to read the whole thing to you because that would be stupid. Yeah, <laughs> but Roger is going to sum it up. It. It's a pretty good article. It was one of the first articles that I read that actually was like, whoa. That's pretty cool. Who wrote this? I think it was Man. Uh, yeah. yeah, was it? Yeah, Man wrote this one. Yeah, Man okay, wrote this one. That doesn't surprise me. And uh, it's it's basically a, a public school building with a bunch of freaky and, shit. Yeah, with a bunch of freaky shit. Thank you. You're welcome. There's uh, lots of there's changing graffiti everywhere. Uh, lots of good supplementary material. There's an interview. And the interview's linked twice, I just noticed. Oh, no, there's two different interviews. Are uh, there? Yeah, there's two different, different interviews. Yeah, oh, there's two different right. interviews. Yeah. Oh, oh, 026, 01, and 02. I never even noticed that before. Now I have to read both of them again. I'm like a child. Glad to see our reviewers have come prepared. Um, and what do oh. you think, Peppers? I think that it plays on the fear that a lot of us have. I mean, I don't think all of us had you know, the greatest high school experiences ever. And even if we did, we're kind of still glad to be past that point in life. And so, I mean, just the idea of, like, constantly waking up there or just being trapped there forever, especially in one that's kind of like this almost living beast itself, it's just really cool to me. 
I would like to note at this point that I totally ripped off the phrase the children used to sing for my Remembrance series. I totally recited it. I, I, I was inspired by it. I was inspired by that phrase. Where is that phrase? I actually don't remember where it is in the article. Is it? Is that from here? Yeah, that's, that's originally from here. Oh, yeah, here we go. I sampled um, it. The phrase the children used to sing has appeared multiple times in various places throughout the building, but there is currently no explanation for its significance. Ooh. Strange, vapid messages, rapid dehydration. This sounds like high school. This is a, this is a very large SCP, a, uh, a great first choice for tackling. If you if you if you don't feel man enough <laughs> to take on the red the red pool or not the red pool uh, the red sea object or that freaking staircase thing, I do like um, how there's lots of buildup in the interviews. It's one of those sort of showstopper SCPs that just pulls out all the stops, you know. Uh, I don't understand why these interviews are on separate pages. They should just be part of the main article. I'm going to tell man that in a tell right now. So, man, if you're listening to this, this is when I decided that you need to get your shit together. I think it's a sign that maybe we should move on to the next one. Okay, this next one is, like, a lot shorter. It's SCP-871. Keter Cakes. Keter Cakes, yes. Oh, Keter Cakes. Delicious Keter that, that That picture always makes me hungry. I know, it just looks so innocent. It of looks all the things that could be Keter, you know. I've actually never had a cake like that, and it looks really good. Yeah, uh, for those, uh, this this SCP came out in uh, May 2011, and it, it it basically revolutionized, maybe not revolutionized, it changed how uh, classifications work. Yeah. Because before this, the idea of a keter that wasn't you know immediately menacing, wasn't uh, wasn't really heard of, and this really popularized it, and it's just a really funky idea. It's a really good idea, though. It is. I mean, the idea is exponentially that... increasing cake. Sci-fi. I don't know who that is. What else are they? Are they still around? Let's, let's take a look. Uh, uh, stay by. They have not written anything since August 2011, so it's been about a year. No, they haven't been around. That, that um, just depresses me. One of the best things about this article, I think, is that uh, is how very clinically and um, with brevity, the, they state at the end how basically the, the case could consume the universe if they don't have people eating them every 24 hours. I, I always thought that was great. Is it estimated that an uncontrolled outbreak originating with a single instance would render the Earth uninhabitable within 80 days? Everybody yeah. just drowns in cake 80 days later. So instead of 28 days later, it's 80 days later. Yeah. It's cake instead of zombies. Here's a, here's a previous review I wrote in the discussion thread. Uh, the SCP has whisked me off my feet. It is sprinkled with clever implications. I don't know how you did it, but you made cake scary. Some people may downvote this, saying they'd like to keep this article and downvote it too, but upvoting this was a piece of cake. <laughs> but uh, it's really well known, really good. Didn't oh, yeah. they mention, like, a really giant cake that somebody had to eat, too? Like, one of those big, crazy German ones? Yeah. Yeah, the, the two-meter, uh... Baumkutchen. Baumkutchen, that's it, yeah. Baumkutchen. Well, what's your favorite type of cake, Pepper? Oh, man. Those... 
big, big, not, not necessarily wedding cakes, but just any sort of cake that has multiple layers because um, when they have multiple layers, I want to sample one of each just in case it's a different flavor because they do that sometime at fancy parties. Oh, yeah. Or like if they have raspberry or custard in the middle. <laughs> I just like cake frosting. I don't even eat the actual cake most of the time. I like to think that this, this kid was like sitting in his bedroom with some sort of satanic book and he was trying to summon infinite cake and he succeeded. Yeah. My 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 uh my personal canon origination story for this is that like it was like a genie wish or something. Somebody was like, "I wish for infinite cake," and this just happened to be the consequence. This is one of the ones I don't like to imagine a backstory for. I just like to imagine this is a thing that exists. But you used this one in your uh, number one proposal, actually. Oh, did I? Yeah. Let me go look. No, yeah, How... you, you had this one paired with the the four horsemen at the diner. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I was I was proud of that. I thought that was good. Yeah. Because they keep ordering cake and eating it. Because they say in the in the actual article that it's really good pie. <laughs> I was like, maybe there's cake too. Cake's kind of like pie, you know. Yeah. Cheesecake falls into that gray area, which yeah, incidentally so, is my favorite cake. I've well, actually never had pie. cheesecake. You can say that they doctored the interview log to make it pie instead of cake to throw people off the, the scent. Yeah, you know? sh let, let's go with that. that. That's canon now. That's canon. But would they really eat that much cake every single yes. day? Yes. They're the four horsemen of the apocalypse. you got to burn some calories there. Start I've met some like... old men who could put away cake, too, so I guess I can believe it. I, uh, I also like in this article how um, they mentioned that they, if D-Class have shown skill at eating cake, they'll keep them around to eat more cake past monthly terminations. How do you exhibit skill, like, specifically the skill of eating cake? Which what? makes me wonder if like they, they kidnap the people from the hot dog eating contests <laughs> and strip them into plastic. <laughs> oh, I've never thought of that, but that's exactly what it must mean. Have either of you guys seen the movie Matilda? Yes. Do you remember yes. that scene with the little oh. fat kid who has oh. to eat the entire cake as yes. punishment for stealing a slice? His future is a D-class. Yeah. And, and instead, at the foundation, it's like a D-class sitting on a stage. <laughs> and all the other D-class just have to watch. And clap. But that's what I imagine, like, you know, just the complete disgust and just... It would become torture after a while, you know, after your first... 500 cakes. There's, yeah. a tale, there's a tale like that somewhere. Where basically that happens. The person's like, oh, I just I hate cake. Oh, yeah. It's, I, I hate eating any kind of, any, any staple of food for longer than two weeks of a single type. I had that once with clam chowder. So I can only were you, imagine. Were you trying to become like chowder cleft or something? Yeah. Why would you have to eat clam chowder for like extended periods of time? Because uh, I had bought in, like, about bought. 50 cans of, like, they were on sale, so I bought about 50 cans of Chunky Soup. But I didn't notice that they were all, all clam chowder. Who just buys 50 cans of soup? Well, uh, I mean, I guess it must have been a really students? good sale. Yeah. Okay, moving on. <laughs> moving on. Um, what's, our, what's our next review item, Pepper? Uh, uh, the toenails. Oh, the toenails. Yeah. I, actually, I actually went over, I was going with him over this one as he was drafting it. And the early drafts were not very good. I haven't actually read this one. Okay. Can you summarize it? It's, it's, it's like these toenails, right? 
and they make dudes appear, and then there are more toenails, and it's Keter, and, and I'm not very good at explaining things. Okay, could you ex- could Pepper explain it better, please? Yeah, basically, whenever a toenail is removed, these little gremlins basically pop up and, like, scatter them out all over the world, and it causes reality restructuring because it creates this, like, temporal distortion where when the toenail is removed, time moves back without actually changing things. It's it's really interesting, and the fact that I can't quite explain it is just sort of a testament to how off-the-wall weird and yet cool it is. Yeah, when, when I was first reading drafts, it made no sense at all. He had to explain it to me. Um, who, Fortune Favors Bull wrote this, right? Yeah. Yeah, Fortune Favors Bull, he had to explain this to me multiple times. I was like, oh, I see where you're going. That's actually really clever. Going through drafts, it got better. He didn't, he, he didn't just consult me. He consulted other people, but I was... I think one of the first ones, not to toot my own horn. I did look at the term TK class casual restructuring event. Causal. <laughs> not casual. Oh, I like, Yeah, it says I like causal. Fortune, Fortune, if you're listening to this, casual sounds better. Just casually restructuring yeah. reality. We're going to restructure next Tuesday, so uh, you'd be uh, ready for that. You don't have to dress up or anything gonna be casual my favorite bit here is that it refers to something as a malodorous brown humor so i think like tonally it's sort of implying that the document itself has been affected by that one toenail that they never got back There's, it's always that one you just can't find that's when you step on exactly it, it transfigures reality you know, like oh so <sighs> so this scp appeals to basic observation and and rela- and it's relatable because everybody loses a toenail I do like the picture. I'm wondering who keeps a big jar full of toenails like that. And it's the way it's photographed too. I mean, somebody put it up in like a photography light box or something because you can see the background is a white piece of paper that curls up behind it. So somebody basically took like a high quality eBay level photograph of their personal jar of toenails. Well, eBay pictures aren't that hard to take. I sell stuff on eBay, and my father sells on eBay very frequently. You just you, you get this like white cube made of like tent material and you just put the thing and you take a picture of it but were they like planning on selling their jar of toenails people will bu- people will buy anything i mean whose toenails are they that's the question i guess i i think i know who photographed them the scp foundation <laughs> yes i mean it's right there in the document uh of course so I, I i must have been very silly or maybe it was santa I have to wonder how Fortune came up with this one. Like, was it always a jar of toenails? Even it was always a jar. Of, it was always <laughs> a jar of toenails. It was never not toenails. This was basically the the idea. The basic idea actually didn't change all that significant. It was just the presentation of the idea. So, so the whole. So, what you're saying is, the uh, this whole thing was one solid idea. The second he came up with it. Yeah. So, so he was high as fuck when he wrote this. <laughs> You have to ask him. I didn't. I didn't ask. Have you guys read uh, fifteen eighteen, the Bubble Fountain by Dr. Ambrose yet? I actually helped him draft that one. Oh, cool. Yeah, this is pretty much a brand spanking new one. Yeah, he was um, he was doing it in my secret box, and he he was Ooh. telling me originally it was just the documentation, and then he was telling me about the stuff he was gonna write, and I was like, okay, that could be cool, but I have to wait and see. And he was like, here's documentation. I was like, that's really freaking good. Stop being good at this. You're making me look bad. 
I really appreciate how Ambro has basically been keeping the Keter class kind of, you know, kind of alive in the last. Oh yeah, he, he he his goal. He's like really obsessed with making Keters. Has anybody else written a Keter in the last month or so besides Ambro? Um, that's a good question. I actually don't know. I don't care enough to look, so I'm gonna say no. He's <laughs> the best. Oh. I've written. I think I've written four Keters. Uh, I wrote. And the, th the thumbnail doesn't—that's not—that's not a real object class anymore. Uh, I did the flying nuke, flying Obama head, bedtime stories, and the glass. Ambro actually said that the glass of uh, the shooting star inspired is Keaters because he really likes that one. Uh, he... By the way, fun fact for all the uh, listeners back home: uh, the cr the correct pronunciation is actually Keter. That's that's nine years of Hebrew school at work right there. Keter? Keter. Are you Keter. making that up? No, it's Keter. I, 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 I think I, it means crown. Okay. And the other one's pronounced Euclid, right? It is Euclid. Or is it Euclid? Yeah, Euclid. Euclid, okay. But, how do you pronounce uh, Safi? Safi, yeah. I've always said I Safi. Pronounce as, I always pronounce it as Safiya. Safiya. All personnel transporting Safia class objects, please meet with Euclid. But wait, so that means that it doesn't rhyme with Skeeters anymore. Oh, a Hipkman's gonna be pissed. Yeah. I have I have one I want to talk about. Oh boy, go for it. Oh boy, I'm excited now. The SCP 2600-J, the Bicycle Mafia. Yes. I like I like the Bicycle Mafia, and I don't get why it's not so well received. It's because people don't don't think that the Bicycle Mafia is a funny concept. But why? Because they're stupid. I'm going to the oh, record okay. saying if you downloaded 2600J, you are objectively stupid and also wrong, and you should feel bad about yourself. Yeah. The, the part that really led me to love it was the transcript, though. Just the image of these two bikes in an abandoned bike shop slash Italian restaurant, each wearing oh. a feathered fedora. But Roger wanted to write like a serious bicycle SCP, and somehow that turned into the Bicycle Mafia, and somehow that turned into a Dash J. Yeah, I was trying to write like an article that was like a kid who got hit, and like his bicycle did like car accidents, and Sal was like, nah, nah. And then we were just spitballing, and Bicycle Mafia came up, and then it became a J with Sal's help. But he told he he was the one who told me to add like the addenda. I wrote them. Yeah. It was like, this is what you should do. However, I did write personnel or advice not to let SCP-2600-J's cohorts intimidate them. That was all me. And then the last addendum pretty much came because Escobar made a sarcastic comment in the comments, and I thought it was funny, so I added it in. I want to know your opinion, Pepper. I don't know. Like I said, uh, my favorite part is the transcript, just the mental image that it gave me of these, you know, bigger bicycles intimidating this little tricycle with the one with the orange fedora, just sort of repeating everything the big one said. Yeah, like, I'm We're gonna break your kneecaps. Yeah, break your kneecaps. <laughs> or whatever the bicycle equivalent of a... Uh, I guess, like, the chain guard? Break your chain guard. Yeah, chain guard. Shut up, Muggsy. And <laughs> the way that you phrase this is beautiful, but just a hacksaw is produced. Data expunged. No, not Jimmy. 
geez, guys, I don't know about this. Poor little Jimothy. He was so young. Uh, okay, I, I'm, I'm just, I'm pulling site, site 19 right now, and Vok just asked me to do SCP-086. Open brackets, data expunged, close brackets. I hate SCP-086. It's, it, oh, it's worse than Hitler. It sucks. Um, this one, if, if I could, like, murder an SCP and then bury its body in the woods and then dredge it up once a year to laugh at it, then this would be it. Yeah. I, laugh in a that cruel high picture. school girl way. Yeah. Look at this freaking picture. How stupid is that? It doesn't even look like a real telephone. Yeah, it looks like a, a fake phone. <laughs> On sheets. Who puts a phone on sheets? It should be on a desk. Yeah, that doesn't even make sense. Is he like yeah. gonna eat his phone? Is that a napkin? Is the, is the <laughs> phone on his bed? What What is he planning on doing to that phone? I don't even want to know. Well, maybe just the doctor stuck inside needs to, you know, get some. I, mean, I, I agree that we can say this is the most overrated SCP in the entire world. Yeah, and Fox shouldn't have suggested it. Yeah, he sucks. Yeah, yeah if, you, if you go back to the original version posted in March of 2012, I mean, that one was just way brilliant. Much Infinitely better. superior. Okay. Oh, yes. Are, are we done fucking with Fox now? <laughs> I think, I think, <laughs> I, I, okay, I think so. we're done. Yeah. Okay. We're good. It was the long, Office man. of Dr. Something. Oh, that oh, one's totally Doctor Redacted? That's the crappiest article ever. Well, what's it about? Oh, I don't know. I like this one. This is the one about the office where it basically is the doctor. Like, the different parts nah, of the room are sort of like nah, reconstituted it, parts it, of his it, body. It's, nah, it's stupid. It's stupid. Oh, that's an interesting idea. Yeah, and I think this is one of those concepts that can only work once, but it works here because the guy basically insisted that he be, you know... Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Not diagnosed treated, as an SCP. Treated like an SCP? Yeah, documented as an SCP. SCP-086 has demonstrated that it has full access to Dr. Redacted's memories, and all tests indicate a 100% match with pre-existing psychological profiles of Dr. Redacted. However, SCP-086 has pointed out that there is no way to confirm that it actually thinks of itself as Dr. Redacted, and that it may be an alien intelligence posing as Dr. Redacted, or a sleeper persona which sincerely believes itself to be Dr. Redacted. I'm gonna take Black Zero. I actually do like this one quite a bit. I was only saying it was bad because I wanted to mess with Vokt for <laughs> trying to promote himself. Oh, and did Vokt do this one? Yeah, Vokt rewrote this one. I was, trying, I was hoping you guys would go along with it, and we could say, yeah, we'll just, it sucks. Uh, we'll, just, but... we'll just, we'll just, uh, hold on, Pepper. Just, just, just edit in for that segment. Open brackets, data expunged, close brackets. <laughs> okay, hold on, let, let's start over. The whole thing? Yeah. No. What? No. Go away, Sal, no one likes you. What's right. the actual next one? Uh, did you have anything else to recommend? Um, let's talk about Slate's article. Dino Hunter. Dino Hunter? Where is that one? It's oh, 1905. Here we go. The one that uh, makes Jer dinosaurs appear. Yeah, Jurassic Kick Dinosaur. That always made me laugh. Jurassic Kick. <laughs> okay, who can do an awesome sort of like 
burly screaming guy commercial voice for this uh for this document here not it hello there my <laughs> testosterone rich friend are you bored to your buddies do the ladies find you absolutely uninteresting do you cry yourself to sleep knowing that you will die alone and unloved worry no more my friend with the dino hunter model six you will never be the boring guy at the party again impress women and for all your acquaintances and instill pure excitement into those around you with the dino hunter model six Become a genius dinosaur hunter and show off your six skills to those around you. Are you ready to hunt the most dangerous game? Mr. Blackbox, as we understand it, you're absolutely pathetic. But so long as you follow the procedures outlined in the Dino Hunter Model 6 Operator Manual, you may find yourself to grow to be someone who's not an absolutely shameful example of a human being. How's that? Okay, I'm going to do the last one. All right, go for it. Uh, the, uh, redacted would, would like to remind you that any injuries inflicted on you and those around you as a direct release of Dino Hunter Model 6 are not their responsibility. If the event that Dino Hunter Model 6 manifests creeps the Jurassic or Triassic periods, uh, return it immediately to your nearest redaction. Oh god, I can't do this anymore, you guys. Data expunged. Uh, was that, was that pretty tough? Was that manly? Alright, what else? What, what, what is next? Word. This one makes me feel manly. Oh, still so a gun? That's okay. Yeah. This one is pretty cool because it makes dinosaurs happen and it has a gun and you shoot the dinosaurs. I actually, um, when I was, this is, this one is a, was a bit weird for me because when I was young I used to actually, like, play a game where, like, uh, a game on the old iMac in, like, uh, 2002. Dinosaur? No, where you, where you, like, hunted dinosaurs. It wasn't Turok. It was, like, this, uh, free flash not Flash game. It was by the guys who made Bugdom. Hold on. Manosaur 2? Ooh. That doesn't sound right. Dinomatic? I don't Na know. It was some, it was some game. That Nanosaur 2 was a pretty fun game, I have to say. Yeah, Nanosaur. That's what I said. I thought it said Manosaur, and I was really confused. I'm sorry. Nanosaur is the game I was talking about. Can I yeah, just I say for the Nanosaur. record that I really appreciate that this one isn't just arbitrarily tied to a GOI? Yeah, yes. I'm yes. extremely happy about that. Although I would not mind a GOI that was just like the that that was like the Old Spice version. Of <laughs> <laughs> Old Spice version. Of, what would they be like? I, I can't even imagine. I don't even know. They, they would probably like have some sort of anomalous body spray, I guess, that turned you into chocolate, maybe. Any other thing where it's like the thing does like the commercials where um, Old Spice interviews like Bounty, it would be like there's an Are We Cool Yet exhibition, and then the anomalous Old Spice guy comes on a jet ski is like Old Spice Bounty Wash so cool you don't even have to ask or something. Uh, no skips lined up. Do we have any recent events? Um... I mean, I know that Mr. Pruitt was recently renamed in a controversial move by Vince. Mr. Pr oh, that thing? Why was it renamed? That's stupid. Uh, he wanted something that was like a legit French name. 1810, oh. that's what he is. Well, that's lame. The tall guy with the ears. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. That's, that's like super lame. Vince, if you're listening, you're lame. You're a lame. Mr. Pierre? That's the lamest name I've ever heard in my life. I, I liked Pruitt because it was different, you know? It, it stood out. Yeah, Mr. Pierre just sounds lame-o-extremo. 
bonjour, my name is uh, Mr. Pierre. Wait, which which SCP is this? Eighteen ten. It's got like really huge speakers for ears. Yeah. It's Mr. Pierre. Uh, and I also kind of like to think that wherever he came from, he just sort of like landed in France and sort of came up with his own sort of name that sounded vaguely French-like. Still better than Professor A and W. Yeah. I mean, Professor A.W. God damn it. I say A&W. Oh, hey, someone just made a thread that's just pictures of everybody. Yeah. Professor BMW. Check it out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Personnel mugshots. Personnel uh, mugshots. Roger, how do I look? Uh, oh, man. This is, this is kind of off topic for the podcast. Do we want to wrap things up here so we can go Google each other's pictures? I don't know. I'm oh. going to consider this thread like a cheat sheet so I can know people's genders. Because <laughs> it's always awkward on chat because I'm like, okay, gender-neutral pronouns for everybody. Well, that's because I was spreading the news that you were a girl because I thought you were a girl. So I told everybody you were a girl and you weren't. And I was like, oh. Pepper is a girl's name. It is a girl's name. And also... Yeah. I, I will admit that. I got you mixed up with Zine. I got, a lot, I got Vivex mixed up with Zine, too. Wait, is it Zine? It's not Zin? I don't know. I, always, I, always said I don't Zin, know. Like I don't, Zin know. In my I don't brain. even know anymore. I just call everybody... I just get, I got Vivex mixed up with Zine. I got you mixed up with Zine. I got everybody mixed up with Zine. Zine's just everywhere. We are all Zine. Zine is, Zine is love. Zine is life. It was nice having you here at the what, what Scott Pass. Scott Pass. At the Scott Pass. Uh, the, 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 I'm Salman Corbett here with Pepper's Ghost and Rogers. Swally Bodget. Swally Bodget. Thank you for listening and have yourself an anomalous time. Mm-hmm.